If you knew you were starting a business that would generate you $1 million per year, how much would you be willing to invest today? Travis Ferris is a real estate entrepreneur, sales coach, team leader, public speaker, and community builder. He's done the work with over $500 million in total sales. Now he's welcoming you to the table. But make sure you're ready. The coffee is for closers only. The mindset's the one thing that's going to keep you going. Coffee for Closers is powered by Collab Agents. Here's your host, Travis Ferris. All right, listeners, welcome to Coffee for Closers, fueled by Collab Agents. Uh, I'm having fun just seeing who I can get on the show now. And we have an awesome special guest, Travis Plum. Um, we met in Puerto Rico last year. Great dude. We're going to be buddies in life, snowboard, surf. I already know it. Um, but we're going to talk about some some fun things today. And just to kick it off right up front, because we're going to keep it on, on front, is talk, talk to me real quick about the book Passive Prospecting. Give me a rundown. Ryan Serrant Forward. Yes, sir. How, yeah. how, how long was that book in production for? I mean, we've basically been working on the book for uh, an entire year. And I mean, we really put our, our heart and soul into this book. Um, we used the same publishing company uh, that David Goggins used on his book. So, I mean, we we went all out on the production of this book. We poured everything into there. So this one right here is, uh, like you said, it's a it's a forward by Ryan Serhant. This uh, an initial copy is going to be, you know, mainly for real estate agents uh, or, you know, people in the real estate space. It, it works out really well for mortgage brokers as well. But it's really a step by step guide with like actionable items. And like we really like share everything in this book about YouTube and how powerful YouTube is as a platform and how you're able to make millions and millions of dollars selling real estate without ha without having to do the traditional stuff, which is cold calling door knocking, spending money on advertising and having to chase around clients. You know, we've only been in the real estate space as licensed realtors for about two years. And uh, we've been able to sell roughly $150 million worth of real estate through our YouTube channel, all organically without having to spend a single dollar in advertising. And so this is great for anyone, anyone who's in small business, you don't even have to be in real estate. It's the same exact thing for small businesses instead of you know, filming videos about vlog tours and real estate. This works for plumbers. This works for electricians. This works for anyone who's in small business. These same concepts can be used across the board to build your brand, build your authority and, you know, make some money. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to hop into some of that stuff because you said it, you're, you're, you're newer in there. Um, you guys actually built up a, a hundred million a year team that we're going to talk about in two seconds. Um, that, that, that alone, I mean, if you're in real estate, like, and you're running teams, cause like I've been stuck, I've sold a lot of real estate over the years, but we've always been stuck at like the 50 million a year mark. And, and I know hundred million and I know the agent count that I need. And, and that hundred million years is a very, it's a hard number to hit. So we're gonna talk about that here in two seconds. The last thing I gotta say is have you met, you met Ryan Strand, Yeah. Oh yeah, a few times, quite a few times. We we had we had we had lunch and dinner with him at his uh, his his place in uh, in New York. So we met with him and we spoke on stage with him back in Dallas. So we we've had quite a few run-ins with Ryan. And you know, the last time when we were in Dallas, when we spoke on stage, he got to hear our story, you know, kind of more in depth. And then we went out and had a private dinner with him and just a couple other people. And 
he was like, I've never, he's like, you guys have come in here and absolutely crushed it. Never seen anything like it so quickly. He's like, anything that I can do for you, just let me know. And we were like, oh, well, a matter of fact, hey, man, we're writing this book. You want to write the forward? He's like, done. He's like, just uh, email me, email my team, and I'll write the forward. And bam, we got it done. And then we got a lot of uh, really powerful hitters, you know, uh, throughout the throughout the book as well that are huge in the speaking space, the real estate space, the YouTube space, some some really big hitters in there. So it's a, it's a really sure. good book. And that's I think the last thing I'll give Ryan a, a shout out because sometimes you meet some of the people that you know or famous or whatever, and you're like, dude, that dude is a total a hole. Ryan is super nice, dude. He is dude. super friendly. We tracked him down. I I, e- I emailed because um, we were going to New York, and I emailed his assistant, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be in New York. Like, we'd love to come through and 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 meet him. Um, you know, I know he he looks at time as money, so I was like. You know, I was like, tell him I'll give him a thousand bucks for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and they emailed me back, be like, he, he's available on these times. And me and my wife went to his office, got to check his office out and then got to have a great conversation with him. Um, but he was super friendly and that, that was a cool thing. So, I mean, the person you see on camera, I feel like that's exactly who he is. Like, you know, off, off camera as well. He's just a, he's just a really charismatic guy. For sure. All right, man, let's dive right into this thing. So, Okay. Two years ago. So you weren't in real estate before, like right when Levi got licensed, you were just getting in as well? Yes, sir. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Tell me what you were doing at that point, right when you got licensed, got in, and like the who, what, and how of growing this hundred million year team. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I, I worked in the real estate space before that. I, a, a lot of people don't know my story. You know, I'm not, not on camera near as much as Levi is. I'm, I'm running the real estate team and all the other things that we have going on behind the scenes. Um, but I had a digital marketing agency and I, I, you know, I built thousands of funnels. I built websites. I built CRMs and automations. And I've, you know, spent millions of dollars in advertising on Facebook and Instagram and Google and doing all that stuff, you know. So that's really, and, I, and, I, and my main clientele even back then was in the real estate space. So I, you know, getting into real estate, you know, the reason I decided to get into real estate was because I, you know, four years ago, I lost everything. I had a really bad business partner uh, who was embezzling money from my company and I lost it all, man. I mean, I was literally scraping quarters together to pay bills, you know, Sam was working. She had another, uh, another baby on the way. I mean, things were really tough. We ended up having to move out of a house that we had in Frisco, which was a really nice house, you know, because before that I was making pretty good money in the car business. That's where I got, you know, kind of got my feet wet in the sales game. I was making about a quarter million bucks a year, had a nice $120,000 boat, had a nice house, had a nice truck. Everything was going really good. And, you know, I, I decided to get out of the car business <clears throat> to long story short, to get into the internet marketing space. I worked for one of my buddies who is a who is a very big time internet marketer. So I've worked with some of the top internet marketers in the entire world. And so I really got my feet wet there, worked for him for about a year and a half, <clears throat> decided to go out and do my own thing. And, you know, hey, look, we, we talk about, you know, failing all the time with my kids, right? We were just talking about that before, you know, I got in, <clears throat> got in here as my daughter, you know, got to ring the bell at her gymnastics gymnastics class yesterday, which is like a really big deal. It's for when they learn how to do a really challenging move that they've been working on. Right. And so, you know, she was like, I'm a champion. I'm a champion. I got to ring the bell today. And, you know, it was the same thing in my life and my philosophy that in order to, in order to win, you're going to have to fail. And, you know, when I decided to go out and do my own thing, 
I knew that failure was part of the process. I didn't expect to get hit over the head quite that hard, but you know, four years ago, I lost it all, man. I was living in a thousand square foot apartment. You know, it was, I tell people all the time, it was funny, man. Cause like I'm six, three and my shower in this place, dude, it was, it was so bad. It was three foot by three foot and the shower head was at five ten. So for like almost a whole year, dude, I'm like, I'm like showering. Like every single time I took a shower, I just thought, how the hell did I wind up here? You know? So you know, fast forward a couple of years, <clears throat> I'm over at, you know, Jay Kinder and Michael Reese's house. I'm helping them with a, uh, one of the CRMs that they're building and coding out and all this other fancy stuff. And that's where I met Levi. This was probably September of 2020. Um, I hadn't, I wasn't licensed just yet, but you know, I knew that I was going to get licensed. I knew that I was going to get out of the internet marketing space. I just, I just didn't enjoy it anymore. And it was, it's really hard to find true people in the internet space that actually know what they're doing. That can actually say that they could do what they can do. And I just, after a couple of years of really struggling, you know, to pay the bills, I, I just had a lot of bad things going on there. I just was like, Hey, I'm going to get into real estate. So in about September of 2020, I met Levi over at Michael Reese's house. He just came in there. I know he was getting licensed at the time. And, you know, we didn't really have that much of a conversation. You know, I was like, Hey, what's up? I left, you know, pretty shortly after Levi got there, but you know, a couple months, you know, fast forward in November, uh, I think Levi got licensed in November of 2020. And the very first video that he, he ever posted to his YouTube channel was December 5th. I got licensed, you know, uh, December 28th of 2020. But even before, you know, I was, I'd gotten licensed. I had another one of my buddies that was in real estate in Dallas and I was helping him build out his Facebook ads and Instagram. And we were cold calling on Red X. We were going out and doing all the door knocking. And I was like, man, like this just isn't what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to do YouTube myself. Right. I always knew that YouTube would be a really good way to attract business through a personal brand, through people reaching out. I mean, that's typically people watch you and then they reach out. It's like doing ads, but they last forever instead of, you know, lasting for a couple minutes, which we'll be able to, you know, talk about that in more depth, you know, uh, organic strategy versus a paid strategy. But, uh, you know, I reached out to Levi and I was like, dude, I, I really like your videos. I probably reached out to him like within a couple of weeks of getting licensed. And, you know, he had maybe 30 subscribers. I was like, dude, I know you're doing Dallas. I don't want to step on your toes on the Dallas side. You know, I'm going to do Fort Worth because I'm closer on to the Fort Worth side. And so we just kind of just started working together. We started, you know, shooting videos and uh, he was like, yeah, man, come out, roll with me. So we went out to Mansfield, which was on the Fort Worth side. This is the very first video I ever shot. And it was like, absolutely. It was, it was, it was, it was terrible, man. Cause I was like, you know, he's like, Hey man, you got to come prepared. All right. Make sure you know your hook and your intro. And uh, I got out there and just thought that I could totally wing it. Right. And uh, anyways, he ended up taking over most of the video because he had already shot a few of them by that point in time. And so anyways, we just kind of started working together and collabing. And then March of 2021, I'll never forget, Levi was going to go out of town to Belize for like a month, right? And, uh, you know, he just decided not to go because what we were working on was kind of taking more of a precedence, but he had already Airbnb his a whole house out while he was gone, you know, kind of like one of those hacks that if you don't want to pay your mortgage, just Airbnb it out when you're gone. And mm -hmm. so the Airbnb at his house for a whole month. And I was like, Hey man, like, you know, just come stay with me. 
So he comes and he lives over here at my house for about three weeks. And uh, man, we just we just really hit it off. You know, we started talking about everything that, you know, was possible in the real estate space, not even just on real estate sales. But, you know, we're, we're with EXP and we, uh, we talked about agent attraction and building courses and like all the stuff on the marketing side and like just everything. We had this big plan that we kind of started to put together. And, and that's when we really just started to uh, really dive in, you know, Levi and I, we have completely different roles within the company. He focuses his main number one goal is always putting out the best content and serving people the best way that we possibly can. And, you know, mine was making sure that every single lead that came in was taken care of and most importantly was converted. And so uh, we, we closed our very first transaction in April. So about seven from the time Levi started studying YouTube, the time I got licensed and we closed our first transaction, it was about seven months. So April of 2021, we closed our uh, very first transaction. I believe we closed two from YouTube that month. And since then we've closed over 150, probably about 150 million closed since April of 2021. So we're coming up on our two year mark and we have, I don't know, I think we have like 18 million pending or something like that for this year already. Awesome. Yeah. I think what well, 2022, I think you guys had 84 million alone just driven from YouTube. Yep. So it's, it's just one of those things. I mean, we can get really real and, and raw and realtors. Realtors are lazy. So, and you know what I mean? And it's not just realtors, but it's like business professionals. Cause I think that you can take this essentially and implement it wherever. So, okay. I want to, I want to, I'm interested in this and I want to kind of hear about the roles a little bit because it's, I, I kind of do, what you do a little bit and I kind of do it, what Levi does a little bit. So it's like, what is the role? Cause it's like, you are kind of the managing the people, right? You're managing oh, yeah. the team, running that, that operation conversion rates, you know, ROI looking at your spend and then Levi kind of runs the front end. So like, why do you guys close so much business? Is it you or Levi? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, close all the, I close all the business. So I would say, I mean, but Levi gives me the opportunity to be able to do that, right? Because yep. he produces such good quality videos. And then when the people reach out, like they're not, the YouTube clients are by far the easiest people to work with in, in, in my entire life, in my personal experience, other than a personal referral. I'm talking like these people are your best friend, man. Like when they're watching you on YouTube, they fall in love with you. Like I literally... I'm about to close a million dollar deal. Okay. He reached out to me and my executive assistant last Thursday and we had a call and he was like, dude, my, my best friend's brother's a real estate agent in Dallas. And I was like, I was talking to him, you know, and dude, I've just been watching your videos for like the last eight or nine months. And he's like, I just felt obligated before I came in town, man, to give you a shout. He came in town Thursday night, the same day he reached out, we had a call. He came in Thursday night. I said, I'm meeting you tomorrow morning. This is what we're going to do. Okay. So I go and I meet with him on Friday, dude. And I mean, I just stole the, the show. You know what I'm saying? Like I stole the show and you know, Friday he emails my executive assistant. He's like, whatever you need, I'm working with you. You're my go-to guy. He's now he's already pre-approved. We have three properties that we're looking at. We're going to go under contract in the next couple of days on a million dollar property. That's the power of YouTube. He had felt obligated to reach out to me because he had watched so many of our videos for so long. I didn't have to follow up with him for eight or nine months. That's the difference on Facebook 
and Google and all these paid advertising platforms, you have to spend all that time following up with them because that conversion cycle is six to nine months typically, right? Yep. YouTube does all the hard work for you and people reach out because in our videos, we're like, hey, if you're looking to move in nine days or 90 days, give us a call, shoot us six, send us an email, or you could hop on Zoom. So our call to action is, hey, if you're looking to move in nine days or 90 days, right? Most of our people that are trying to buy and sell are doing it within nine days or 90 days. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's an extremely short conversion cycle and mm -hmm. people just reach out to us. And, you know, that's the power of YouTube. So Levi, when it comes to roles and responsibilities, we, we share a lot of roles and responsibilities, but we also have a lot. You know, I, I, t I always call him the, the yin to my yang, right? In any business, if you want to go far, you know what I'm saying? You got to have a team, right? If you don't want to go far, you can do it by yourself and, and you can do things by yourself. And I think you can make probably make a million dollars by yourself or maybe a couple million. But if you want to do 10 million, 100 million, you're going to have to have a team around. You're going to have to be able to scale and you have to know what everybody's roles and responsibilities are within the company, because I truly believe it's always people in process, people in process. Is it the people? that are broken down or is it a broken down process? And so perfecting the process of every single piece of the business is extremely crucial to success and growth and scale at a, at a, at a big level, right? And then, hey, look, if it's the process, we can always go back to the, the processes. We have huge spreadsheets of every single a, a call, a text process, an email process, every single thing that we do in our business is broken down into an exact process. Then we basically perfected the process. Now we can put people in place and scale that. And so, you know, like I said, I mean, my job is to make sure that we're making sales, to come up with new, uh, new things here locally. You know, I tell people my my goal as a real estate company is to sell a billion dollars worth of real estate in the next five years. Well, if our YouTube channel is doing about a hundred million a year. I'm five, I'm $500 million short. How am I going to get there? So it's my job to figure out other marketing advertising platforms in order to help come up with that $500,000, uh, $500,000 yeah, $500, gap that I'm looking at over the next five years. So, but on the agent attraction side, if we're doing agent attraction, you know, it's, um, my background was in advertising. My, I've built courses for some of the top internet marketers in the entire world. And so, you know, I am highly responsible for course sales, websites, funnels, advertising, media buyers, converting those, training the sales guys on course sales, training the people over here on the real estate side, and then trying to find a good operator, uh, you know, is very key to success. So we have an operator that works on our course side, the educational platform that we have for, for people who want to do YouTube and editing and all that stuff. We have a good operator. Well, I got him laced up. We got him all trained up. Now he's training other people. So I don't have to necessarily train those people over there. But overall, I still am responsible for the media buyers, the conversions, how much money we're spending and all that stuff where Levi does all the content, but we have a video editing agency and he is, he is, he basically that's his baby. So he's working on that all the time and all these other things, you know, he really took charge, you know, on this book, right? I am on the phone all day, every single day. I don't have, I don't have a lot of time to work on the ins and outs of like this huge publishing process that we did. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is our story. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Neither of the, neither of us could have done any of this without one another, but Levi really took the reins on, you know, basically writing the book when it comes to the details with inside of the book. Right. So we have different roles and responsibilities. He can focus his time, energy, effort on 
making sure the little details are in this book because guess what i'm over here making us millions of dollars making sure that we're going to be closing these all these sales so you know we just have different roles and responsibilities within each one of our businesses but we collaborate non-stop all the time on hey what are the goals what are the goals what are the goals and how are we going to get there totally for sure i'm going to come out to uh Dallas Fort Worth one of these days, and I want to I want to nerd out on all this stuff with you, man, for sure. It's a lot. It's a lot, but it's 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 doable, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I just I I kind of want to see the process because we we run traction, um, and I know that uh, which is EOS. I know you guys used uh, something similar to EOS. It was like an offshoot, but it was like a like somebody came out right and helped you guys like saying you need to literally blueprint every yep. detail, right? Yep. What 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 company or system was that sharper sharper dude they're awesome they're okay. awesome bro they're coming back out um it's uh they work with a bunch of like fortune 500 companies and they work with people to get you know from six to seven and seven to eight and eight to nine figures right so we're in that mid seven figures i think you know five six million is what we did something like that last year including core sales and everything combined uh but <clears throat> i really want to get to 10 million dollars this year in gross income and how do we get there it's like i was talking earlier it's all about the systems and processes and dude like when we started mapping this out it was like you know 20 things turned into like 300 things <clears throat> but then it's like everything is there and so if you want to build a business that you can sell, you need to make it turnkey for someone to come in here and buy this, right? Our YouTube channel is going to be an eight-figure exit. If we want to sell our book of business later on down the road, we're going to be able to do that. And we're going to have an eight figure exit because we did like, I think we did 87 million last year closed, like 86.7 or something like that. And then we did about a hundred million, you know, on outside of YouTube. Right. And so if we can do 80 million every single year for five years. And that's what is that? <clears throat> that's about $2.4 million in commissions every single year just from YouTube. We can sell that for eight figures easily, no problem, because that 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 we built that YouTube channel not around me, not around Levi, but around living in Dallas. And we have other people on our team that put content on there. So it doesn't have to be me, it doesn't have to be Levi, but <clears throat> What about everything else? Like you can't just give us a YouTube channel, right? And expect us to make, you know, two and a half million dollars every single year from your YouTube channel. So we knew that if we wanted to sell one day, we needed to make it a sellable asset. And so we're focusing heavily on building out systems and processes so that anyone can come in here, purchase this business and have everything completely built out. So they know this is the process. We've tested the process. We know that the process works. Is it now it's the people, right? What people are we going to be putting into here? Because running a team, it's not easy. Um, it's actually <clears throat> one of the biggest challenges and the number one goal that I have this year is leadership, right? And be, becoming a better leader, not just a great salesperson or a CEO or it, it becoming a fant fantastic leader is going to help me hire the right people. I've hired a lot of the wrong people. They're no longer with my team. So now, you know, I could go put 50 people on my team here in Dallas overnight if I really wanted to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to work with lazy people who who have no dreams and no ambitions and they, they, they want to be selfish. Like that's not that's not part of our team. Like we have core values. We talk about those core values almost every single week. And if you fit into those core values, you get to stay on this team. And if you don't, then look, that's the beautiful thing about eXp. If you want to go do your own team, we encourage that. Go do your own team. Go build your own thing. We encourage that because it's part of the model that I love is the more successful they are, the more successful we are at the end of the day. But if you're going to be on our team, you're going to follow every single system, every single process to a T, and you're going to be all about living in Dallas. And that's the, those are the people that get to stay on the team, you know?
Yeah. And I think you, you nailed it. And that's where we can kind of talk eye to eye on the, the management of people, the bringing people in, training them up, put, putting your you know blood, sweat and tears into these people, them being a-holes, piecing out and leave. And it's kind of like the, the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats to where I straight up tell it like literally I was just like, um, I don't give a shit like what really anyone has to say at all. Besides, again, there's probably 10 teams and the team leaders in Hawaii that I was like, hey, I could have an eye to eye conversation on you. Like there's turnover. Like you can, there's going to be turn a little bit of turnover and that's it. And again, besides those 10 people in Hawaii and probably 10 people in Colorado, it's like, I literally don't care what you have to say. Like you're not, you're not doing it, doing anything that you're talking about. Um, that's awesome, man. That's in the leadership 2020 completely changed the game for me on leadership. Actually, I was always a reactive leader. And then when COVID hit, it was a situation where I couldn't fly back to Hawaii. Like I always used to. So I was like, damn, dude, I actually have to manage three steps ahead now. Instead of reacting, I had to like plan proactive, super proactive. So, all right, I want to kind of go into here because this will take us to an interesting spot. So, all right, you know, there's a lot of people that built seven figure businesses on Facebook, right? And then when, when Facebook changes an algorithm, these people are like, damn, what do I do now? So I want to kind of get into that to where what would happen if YouTube changed their, their algorithm. But that also takes us into you identifying the different programs or systems to make up that gap. Like yep. if it wasn't YouTube, what else would you be doing? What other systems and platforms are you using? And again, if YouTube kind of like cut the cord, what, what would you guys do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're both <clears throat> very big components of not having all of our eggs in one basket. You know, YouTube's working out really well right now, but it's not, <clears throat> you know, the thing about YouTube is it's completely different than Facebook. They have all these different advertising guidelines and different rules. And especially in the real estate space, it's very hard to get keep your ads rocking and rolling. I was just talking to a, a new agent. Well, she's not a new agent, an agent yesterday. She's been in the real estate space for like seven or eight years mainly doing everything on Facebook, but every three months, you know, they're coming up with some new advertising policy and her, her account's been shut down for six weeks because of something that has to do with alcohol. And she doesn't run anything about alcohol and she can't get her account back up and running. So you all, you're people are, it seems like are always getting shut down on Facebook, you know, on YouTube, as long as you're not being ridiculous, like saying bad cuss words, it's not an advertising platform that we're, we're, you can advertise there, but we're doing everything organically. So the likelihood of YouTube just completely shutting down is, uh, is extremely unlikely. So it's, I believe it's the safest bet of all the marketing platforms and advertising platforms out there. So I don't think that's going to be going anywhere anytime soon. So I think we got a good five or 10 year run on YouTube. Let's just say YouTube were to shut down out of nowhere. Well, we would be in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because we are still building other platforms. Like we're about to launch our YouTube ads for the first time ever. You know, I just spent $25,000 or so over the last five months paying a company, excuse me, to do all this cold calling and it didn't work at all. It was complete trash. 
And so, you know, Facebook advertising, I know how to do that, but the conversions are absolutely terrible. So, you know, right now we're, we're doing LSA. LSA is amazing. You know, if you, if you're doing local service ads, those are really good. And then pay-per-click on the buy side and the sell side. So we're, you know, we're going to do YouTube ads. We're going to do LSA. We're doing LSA now. We're doing Google on the buy side and the sell side. Those are going to be the best platforms, right? That we can, that, that I believe that we can continue to market and then making sure that we have we've sold hundreds of homes. So making sure that our past clients are taken care of, you know, because those are going to turn around. They're only, most of the people we talked to are like, Hey man, I just need to find a place to live for a couple of years until I find my dream spot where I really want to live for a long time. So we know after three, four or five years of selling hundreds of homes, that we're going to get those repeat referral businesses. So that way we're going to get that stuff. But, you know, when it comes to YouTube, it's not a social media platform. It's a search engine. So that's, that's not really going to change, right? People are still going to go to Google and they're going to type in Dallas, Texas, moving to Dallas, Texas. What does Frisco look like? You know, moving to Frisco, Texas, like that's just not going to change. So SEO and optimization, those are really the core fundamentals of how YouTube works and how you're found. Same thing on Google. If someone goes to Google or YouTube and types in moving to Dallas, Texas, we're going to pop up and we're going to pop up first. We just have to make sure that we keep our thumbnails up to date, you know, switching the thumbnails. The thumbnails are one of the most important pieces of a YouTube video because you can have the best video in the world, but if no one clicks on it, then no one's ever going to see it, right? So thumbnails are the entry point. It's the doorway to a successful video. So making sure that we're refreshing our thumbnails, making sure that we're staying up to date. And we always create evergreen content. You know, that's the big difference on running ads versus organic is as soon as you stop advertising on that platform, you're done. No one's seeing your stuff anymore. Where on YouTube, maybe no one sees it at the very beginning, but two years from now, that video has more views two years from now than it does the day one because people can find it. They're going to they're gonna be able to watch it over and over and over again. So creating organic content was our strategy so that way we could always have videos that were relevant, you know? And every single year, we'll go in there and we'll create new content that's maybe fresh for 2023, but, for, but people can still go to our videos from 2021. And the same pros and cons are the same pros and cons for the most part. You know what I'm saying? They're probably really always going to be that way unless there's some major change. And if there is, then we're going to be like major change, you know, pros and cons of Frisco. And we're going to update people that way. So they're completely different platforms. But I think that YouTube is the safest platform. YouTube is also the only like no one can steal that from you like if you're with a brokerage and you decide to leave or let's just say you're with zillow and they decide to cut off your zip codes because they can't do it in that area you're you're completely dead in the water youtube can go with you everywhere that you go and you're building a digital asset that is worth a lot of money and no one can ever take that from you right you you, that's your book of business no matter where you go so i i think and for sure it's it's the best marketing platform on the planet yeah, hundred um, percent. I guess. Oh, I'm, I'm curious. Like, which come? Like, was it a, a higher ISA company? Like a. a... Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it... Like, was it something assist? <laughs> it was. Um. <clears throat> what was it? Agent what, assist. What did you say? What did you say it was? Was it agent assist? No, it wasn't. Okay. No, I don't even remember off the top of my head right now. No, you're good. I was looking at bringing those guys on for some stuff. So, but but yeah, dude, I'll tell you. tell you which company it was. Dude, I was having like a meeting with my team, you know, over the, and I've really been trying to dial this in, dude, and working really hard. 
And I didn't really think about it, but like one of my agents said something a few weeks back that really triggered me. And he was like, dude, these people are answering and they're saying, you know, hey, I sold my property three or four years ago. I, no one ever, no one ever told you to call me. So what I think that they were doing is they were just going on to like, you know, you can go to Remind and the MLS or you can pay for softwares to pull data. I think they were just pulling the data and sending those over as leads and never really talking to people. That's what I gotcha. think they were doing. There's so. another, there's another one. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to bash companies. It's all about tactical takeaways. What was it? Is, is it, um, cause there was another one that we had that, that was going to do, they would do our Facebook ads for us. Cause yeah. I don't want to do it. But then they were like, Hey, we were rolling out this beta program to where we actually call. And it was the same thing, dude. It was like, to where I'm, we're all like, what are these leads? Like, it was like, zero percent conversion of their yeah. leads like it was trash so we ended up cutting it immediately what what systems and programs are going to make up that half a million gap you know what i mean yeah man i mean that's what we're trying to figure out now you know <clears throat> i um i have no clue you know i mean we're, we're still new we're, we're still trying to figure it out as well it, everything is about testing man it's all it's all about failing forward fast you know uh, yeah that cold that company didn't work 20 something thousand down the drain. Oh, well, right. We got to move on. Like, I mean, that's the thing, man, is like, if you want to grow your business, you're going to have to invest big money. If you want to make $8 million and you think you're not, or, you know, or $10 million and you think you're not going to invest a million or 2 million to get there, you're, you're sadly mistaken because in order to get there, you have to have staff, you have to have employees, you have to have a marketing budget. You know, people all the time are like, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to invest in my business. Well, then you're just, that's cool if you want to stay where you're at, but we spent, you know, including like all of our staff and everything like that. We had, we, we turned all of our taxes. We spent like $2 million last year. You know, we spent a hundred thousand yeah. dollars for one day with Pete Vargas, who's like one of the number one speaker coaches in the world. He works with Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, like all those big high level people. So we are, we understand that, Hey, like we got to invest that. Plus we're in business. We need the write-offs anyways. Like we would have had to have spent, you know, five, $600,000 in taxes. had we not had all those different write-offs? Why would I give $600,000 to the government when I can spend all that money on myself and my business and learning and growing? These are write-offs. You need that. You're either going to give it to yourself or you're going to give it, you're going to give it to the IRS. And so we, we put ourselves on a set salary, right? And yeah. our taxes come out of our salary. Everything else on top of that, we're going to invest it back into the company. We're going to buy vehicles. We're going to get staff. We're going to do all these things to minimize our tax liability. So, you know, that's, I mean, that's just how we do, that's how we do it in, in our business is we're, we're constantly investing in ourselves to, to get better. But the, as far as like what's going to work to get to, you know, another half a million um, or half a billion, I should say. Um, I mean, I, we just have to keep doing what we're doing now, man. We have to take care of our previous clients. You know, we have to try new things and we have to continue to grow. And I think, I, I, I think the YouTube ads will work really well for local branding, you know, because like with our YouTube organic strategy, it's, it's mostly relocation. Now we are starting to make a name for ourselves locally. We've had more listings done this year than combined in the last two years. So I think it's, it's definitely coming around locally, but when you pay for that traffic, 
YouTube has like really awesome targeting. Like you can get really granular. You can really be more specific on who you're targeting there in that platform. So, you know, I, I think it's going to work out really well there. Um, you know, we're, we're going to try to get with, um, you know, we're working on a couple other things with some really high level people to bring it to Dallas that could hopefully potentially work well there. But, you know, we got, we got about five years to go and, um, you know, we'll, we'll get it figured out. And Hey, look, even if I fall short and I sell, 600 million over the next five years like okay i'm cool yeah i still got an eight figure exit waiting on me whenever whenever the time comes you know yep got it i always i always question real estate being a sellable asset i always question it because it's um i think very few times i think very few times is it a sellable asset it isn't Um, if you don't have systems and processes in place correct and i think you know there's a lot of people that will say that that might sell some real estate and it's like it's not a sellable asset. Yours, your business is not a, but I think there are certain, certain people. And I think you guys are definitely headed down that road to actually have a sellable asset. Ryan Surant, actually, he's somebody as well that I'm like, that's a sellable asset, but it's probably one in a thousand, if even that number, you know what I mean? That might be too. That dude, that's just because, I mean, people don't put the systems and processes and people in place. No one wants to buy a, a referral only business. Yeah. You know, because you can't, you can't prove that. Like if you're gone, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot harder, but I mean, people do buy big books of businesses. It happens all the time, every single day. There are huge billion dollar, you know, real estate companies out there that, that want to add to their portfolio. And if you have a, a, if, if you have all your systems and processes in place and you have time in the game and you have a consistent track record of certain amount of sales, then they will buy that from you. Blackstone. Blackstone's buying everything, bro. They are, bro. They really are. They just bought Ancestry.com, which is scary. scary. Yeah, for sure. So real quick, tactical takeaways on on YouTube. So some like somebody getting started, obviously you talked about you have have about a six, seven month, you know, investment phase. If you're doing it right, could be shorter, could be longer. Like what are some tactical takeaways for people that are uploading, you know, um, split testing the, the thumbnails, which you kind of briefed on. Uh, keywords, tags, like, uh, you know, what should people be doing right after they post or before they post? Yeah. Well, I mean, for, for one, you can, you know, like you can go and figure this out on your own and and maybe it takes you seven or eight, nine months. Um, or you invest in a coach in a mentor who can shorten that gap. Like that's how you buy your time, right? We're big components of investing. And so if, if you see someone that's doing what you want, and you want them to teach you how to do that much faster, much, much more efficiently and effectively, then you're going to have to exchange dollars for time. Right. And, and that's the, that I think is the key for anyone who's wanted to do this. Like if you want to start out, you get a book. That's how we started out. Right. There is extremely tactical information. I mean, we we break it all down in here. I mean, we show you screenshots. I mean, we show everything that you need to do, all the optimization. We got SEO, different types of videos, the duration of the videos, all the, I mean, calls to action, social proof. I mean, this is a really, really, really good start. It's very, very tactical, right? Now, as far as like going into details, um, you know, if you want to figure this stuff out on your own, then you... I think the number one thing is to take yourself out of the equation. You know, I was talking to a different agent yesterday and he's like, well, I really want to name my, uh, well, hold on. It isn't what you want. Okay. It's what the data tells you. It's what the people tell you. We're not creating the videos that we want to create. We're creating the videos 
that our audience is basically telling us that they want to see. When it comes to naming your channel, you know, do you want to name it Travis Ferris Realty? Maybe if you have a big name and a big brand or you have a lot of time like Ryan Serhan, I think he's probably been doing this about 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And he's been able to build that huge brand personally branded to him. Us, we wanted to let the data on Google tell us what's the most searched and living in Dallas is the most searched keyword uh, um, on in, in our marketplace. And so that's what we're, we named our channel was because that's the number one thing that's being searched. So let the analytics tell you, you know, hey, what are you going to name your channel? Is this a good keyword or is this not a good keyword? You have to, you know, go in there and you have to do the research. But look, I mean, you got chat GPT right now, dude. I mean, that 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 is a game changer. If you're running ads and stuff yep, like that, and you sure. want to know keywords, you can literally just go to openai or chat.openai.com and say, <clears throat> what are the number one keywords in Dallas, Texas for someone who wants to sell their property? And it's going to give you those keywords and then pop those over, you know, onto YouTube and use their softwares or whatever software that you want to use to test your SEO. Bam, you can do that, right? I mean, it's a lot of hard work. If you're doing everything, it is a lot of hard work. You're filming the videos, you're <clears throat> editing the videos, you're building and designing your thumbnails, you're split testing your thumbnails. Well, now you got to write descriptions for every single video. You got to have keywords on every single video. You have to optimize every single video. <clears throat> There's a lot to the process for sure. And, you know, there are certain certain ways to minimize that, right? Like a lot of our clients, they pay us you know, to do everything for them. Like we have a turnkey service, right? Where they just spend their time filming their videos. They turn them in. We do all the editing. We do all the thumbnails and the split testing. We do everything for people, but that's with people who have a little bit of a budget. If you're brand new and you're bootstrapping it, you know, I, I tell my team, Hey, what, if you're wanting to do things on social media, it's going to take time. It could take a couple months. It could take several months. It could take a year. What are you doing in the meantime to be successful? You don't want to just wait around for you to go viral or for you to get those leads. You got to be proactive. And so, you know, doing open houses every single weekend. I have a, two new ladies on my team. They're amazing, dude. They're out there filming every single day and they're going to open houses like every single weekend. And they just came on like not even two months ago and they've already sold five homes. Yeah, like, awesome. I mean, <clears throat> so there's different things that you can do to be successful. But, you know, when it comes to like actual YouTube itself, I mean, you just got to you got to spend time. <clears throat> you can get our book on Amazon. Uh, it's called Passive Prospecting. Right. And it's, yep. it's a very actionable book. And that goes in a, a lot more detail than what we have time for today. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, definitely send all the listeners Amazon.com Passive Prospecting. I got a couple copies here. Um, we'll kind of wrap up. Where do you think the industry's headed and where do you see yourself in five years? Whew, man, you know, it's a really interesting market, man. Um, Super. You know, it's, I, I, you know, I read, I'm, I'm big into politics, big into news, um, big into, you know, blockchain technology. I'm actually, uh, me and Levi are actually partnered with what's going to be the only legal blockchain technology for real estate. We're actually very small equity owners in that company. And so we get to, we are very privy to information that, is not privy to the to the to the public. So <clears throat> every single market's different. Um, where where the company where the country's going is is quite scary, honestly. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see how things come along next year. But you know, in Dallas specifically, we're still seeing multiple offers again. You know, properties have still uh, year over year went up like ten percent. So uh, it, it's 
it's really crazy because even though you know the real the, the interest rates are high, I think that the reason why we still sell so much real estate is because we educate people that even with a high interest rate, you can get a really good deal in the house. Like I just bought a house and yeah. I got it for a million bucks and I got $40,000 in concessions, which bought my rate down to 4.75% for the first year. I did a two one buy down and that covered my closing costs and the house appraised for a million fifty. So I knew how to get a good deal and we educate all of our buyers on how to get a good deal. So I got a really good deal on the house. When the rates when the rates drop, there's so many buyers on the sidelines, especially here in Dallas. Every single market's different. I'm speaking to, to my experience here in Dallas. There's so many people on the sidelines waiting for these rates to drop. We have extremely low inventory. It's just supply and demand 101. <clears throat> there's very limited supply. There's only two months worth of inventory. When people look at 08, there was 12, 13 months worth of inventory here in the Dallas marketplace. That's why, you know, there was so much that it was just, there was no urgency. Well, we yeah. only have two months now. So as soon as those rates drop, we saw when those rates dropped to the low sixes, we had triple the amount of leads in that one week. And we had, I don't know, I mean, we probably had 15 contracts go under contract in, in, in that two week period. That's pent up buyer demand. That's extreme yeah. pent up buyer demand. So if the rates do drop, we're going to be in those 50 to $150,000 bidding wars again. And you getting a good deal on the house is over. And yeah, you're going to get a low, lower rate but you're overpaying for this property. So I yeah. would rather have a higher rate, buy the rate down, <clears throat> get a great deal on the property and then refinance. You know what I'm saying? So we, we do a really good job of educating our, our, our audience. And so, I, I mean, I just, dude, I really don't know where the real estate market's going to go. I mean, I, I hear people talking about like, you know, Robert Kiyosaki talking about this huge real estate crash coming. And, and I don't know, man, I feel like World War Three is right around the corner. You know, it's yeah. it's crazy. But I look at his history and real estate has always been the safest investment since real estate. So yeah. I, I think it's going to be there. I think it's always going to be there. I think if there is this big real estate crash, it will bounce back eventually and you're going to eventually win. If, if you're if you're in investing, it's a mindset that, you know, hey, look, this, these are all long term plays. You know what I'm saying? So even just buying a, a personal property, I don't care if my house drops to eight hundred thousand. OK, sure. That sucks big time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to be there for seven, 10 years. And, and, and by that time, it's probably going to be worth one point four, you know, and I'll yeah. have four hundred thousand dollars in equity. That's the best way to get like if you're working like a nine to five and you're making, you know, a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars a year or sixty thousand a year, you how are you gonna come up on four hundred grand? You 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 can't do that unless you're investing in some something, probably real estate. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you can't really save your way to four hundred thousand dollars in in cash. Like that's that's how yeah. you get that's what you get through investing. So do I I don't really know, but <clears throat> you know, my five year play. I have a, a bunch of different things, man, you know, like on our education side, um, it just depends, man. Like, do I want to sell in five years and have multiple eight figure exits? Potentially. It just depends, man. If, if, if these are bringing in multiple millions of dollars a year and I'm not having to work in them, like I'm working in them now, then I'll keep them, you know, and I'll have the right people in place to continually make millions and millions of dollars every single year. But who knows, man? I mean, maybe in, in five years we sell, you know, for these companies and we have <clears throat> multiple eight figures and 
then I'm, I, I just want to, what I really want to do, man, is I just want to buy up a real estate in five years. I will have a hundred million dollar real estate portfolio. And ideally I just want to travel and I want to speak to business owners all over the world about how YouTube changed my life because it did. I was broke four years ago, scraping quarters, and now I'm making millions of dollars all from YouTube. Boom. That's it, man. I think real, real estate done right has changed a lot of people's lives. You know, sure. uh, I think we were in that situation 10 years ago, but we, we dude, ups and downs. I mean, like shit, yeah. it's the, I, I bet you it's the same way. It's like how many, how many ups and downs have there even been in that? Cause it's good from there to where you're at now is great, but you did it. It probably looked like that up and yeah. down, up and down. Right. Always man. Fail, fail nine times. And then you get that one massive win. So Travis, man, thank you so much for your time, bro. Again, passive prospecting, Amazon, you can get it. Great copies. I'm going to dive through this book too. I just got my copies. I love reading, dude. You got to read the, that. That's my, one of the biggest things you can tell people. Cause again, business professionals, and we talked about it. You guys listen to what you need to push out. You don't just talk and try to force it through, which so many business professionals do is they they come up with this idea, even corporations, and then they try to force it through the consumer's throat, which yeah. you need to listen. And that's the thing. The one biggest takeaway is if you want to make money, you need to read. So I'm going to read the hell out of this book. So Travis, dude, thank you so much, bro. Where can people find you? What are your handles? Where, where should they go and look? Man, the, I'll just make it really, really simple. If you want to get a hold of me or you want to follow me, just hit me up on Instagram. <clears throat> First name, last name, Travis Plum. And, um, you know, I'd love to connect with you if you have any questions on real estate or business, anything, just hit me up on Instagram. It is me. So I don't post on my Instagram, but I do personally answer my DMs. So send me a DM, send me a friend request, and let's connect on social. Cool. Awesome, guys. Well, as always, remember Coffee's for Closures. Thank you so much for tuning in. Aloha. enjoyed this episode of coffee for closers subscribe to the show anywhere you find podcasts and follow collab agents on social at collab agents